If you've struggled with stress, balance, or burnout, and simply feel discouraged or even defeated, and if you're ready to move from force to flow and enjoy ultimate Zen success in your career, health, or relationships, then the Zen Success Show is for you. Your host, Carissa Sims, is an entrepreneur, corporate consultant, best-selling author, meditation teacher, and healer who has found her own Zen success. Here's your host, Carissa Sims. Welcome to this week's episode of Zen Success. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Jill Lublin. Jill is an international speaker on the topics of publicity, networking, kindness, and referrals. She is the author of four best-selling books, including Get Notice, Get Referrals, the co-author of Guerrilla Publicity and Networking Magic. Her latest book, Profit of Kindness, went number one in four categories. Congratulations. I love that topic too. Jill is a master strategist on how to position your business for more profitability and more visibility in the marketplace. She is CEO of a strategic consulting firm and has over 25 years experience working with over 100,000 people. Wow, that is just amazing, plus national and international media. She has spoken on many stages with luminaries such as Tony Robbins. More information about Jill and her free gift can be found in the show notes for Zen Success. Welcome, Jill. Thank you, Chris. I'm delighted to be here with you. Yes, I'm so excited to have you and share with our audience maybe some tips on getting to be seen and some publicity, but I wanted to hear a little bit about your journey. What has been your journey to be a publicity expert? You know, like everyone, uh, my journey started in a circuitous way. I mean, maybe not everyone, but I think a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I actually was in uh, the music business. I was in law school, um, but I I really started my career in the music business, and that actually taught me a lot about, well, perception and visibility, and um, I worked in marketing, in publicity, in the music business for like five years, loved it, and then into my own, and then all of a sudden I got tapped on the shoulder to write my first book, Guerrilla Publicity, and uh, it just kind of kept snowballing. I think, you know, once you find your your way, so to speak, it, I think the path naturally tends to unfold easier for you in front of you, right? I mean, that's what I have seen in my own journey. That doesn't make it all easy, but I think that the flow is there. Mm. And And what did you learn from the radio business about publicity? Did you feel like that was priming you for guerrilla publicity to get publicity with um, on a budget? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, listen, it, with the music business, it is all about how you're perceived, how people see you. Mm. I mean, you know, look at Kiss and Gene Simmons. You know, he's yeah. such a great, I think, um, example of how this has worked. He's a strong businessman, but he yes. understands all about perception, right? And look at what the franchise of Kiss created. I mean, That's it's amazing. Really- My it's husband amazing. worked with him on a reality show. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's it's just, um, 
it so it really taught me around perception. I I remember working for uh, what I would call a new age music label. I actually worked for four different uh, labels, blues and and what we called we actually created a, a category called new age women's and um, rock and roll. You know, and they were all different, but yet all the same and and the sameness was that you can't sell uh, tickets to a concert unless somebody knows about you or, you know, your products or your services, depending on who you are listening. Guess what? In this case, it was records. We had to, um, at the women's music label, fill a, a concert at Carnegie Hall. And we did it all on publicity with articles in the New York Times and the Boston Globe being the main drivers to literally sell out a concert hall Carnegie Hall before we even got to New York. And I remember the promoter in, in at Carnegie Hall said, how did you do this? You know, publicity. Yeah, that's incredible. And so then how long after that did you write your first book, Guerrilla Publicity? Oh, that, that one took a while. Um, I think, uh, let me think. Well, let me just say the first edition, we're on our third edition now. Oh my so, gosh. Isn't that wild? Yeah, publicity changes and we update things, of course. And Hmm. um, but I probably wrote the first edition about eight years ago and the third edition just came out last year, late Hmm. last year. Yeah, that's amazing. And were you ever, I think I saw you speak at Guerrilla Business School with T. Harv Ecker. Is that what you did? Yeah, is that what you did? Yes, you did. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's, that's great. And how did you guys get connected? Um, I, you know, I am a constant learner. Oh. Uh, and, and so I also invest in myself. And I like to stay around people who are doing great things. And somebody had recommended me to speak. And there I ended up in front of, you know, 1200 people, which was a bit nerve wracking at a Guerrilla Business School and a lot of fun. Oh, that's amazing. And and then what kind of happened after that? Did you start to do more events and speaking and and really make the rounds? Well, I, and by the way, now I've also been on Tony Robbins stage. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. Wow. Let's talk about that. Wow. It was it was a wow. Um, you know, and again, this came through and and all these things came through good relationships delivering, you know, good services for people and being always committed to being the best I can. Does that mean always perfect? No, it's for any of us. It's not always perfect. But I think um, if you really, you know, do your best to give your best, it's seen and noticed. Um, and, And I think that's a key. So a lot, all of these came through relationships and and publicity, meaning I was seen out there, I was known out there, and mm-hmm. and that has made a big difference. Mm, that's amazing. So, did you get a call from Tony's office? Uh, no, actually, better. Um, one of my clients, who happened to be fairly big uh, as a sales uh, sales person, he's since passed on at a fairly young age, actually. Mm. Um, and, but he was the one who said, "I think you ought to speak for Tony Robbins," and he made the call. Oh my gosh, even better. Yes, exactly. So I I feel like you have so much heart when you speak and you're trying to promote others so much. What is your purpose? Mm. And thank you. Thank you for that acknowledgement. Um, um, because I, I do want to put heart 
in front of everything. And my oh, purpose is to be a messenger of messengers. Mm. Um, and I really believe uh, that I have been given a God-given talent to mm. find people's messages because I can hear it differently. Some of this is intuitive. Frankly, a lot of it's intuitive. Mm. I'm listening for what's underneath. I'm listening for the best way that um, people can be seen and heard. And frankly, it work because, you know, you can have a great product or service, but if nobody knows about you, how good is it? Right. I mean, for you, yeah. meaning, you know, you always want more prospects, more clients, more contribution, more impact, more influence. That's what publicity does. And I really um, seem to have just a really natural knack for it, which I kind of discovered by accident. But um, that's really my purpose to be a messenger of messengers. Mm, that's, that's wonderful. And can I and, do an and? <laughs> yeah. And. and since I wrote the profit of kindness, this is actually my fourth book, right? And since I wrote that book, I tell you, um, I felt lighted, lit up with another purpose, and that is to spread kindness. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, I realized, in, you know, when you talked about having a good heart, when T. Harvecker introduced me, he said, and the woman with a big heart, I never thought about marketing myself. About oh. I mean, isn't that funny? It's kind of a yeah. natural, like, what are your natural qualities that are just part of who you are and how you're seen? Well, guess what? Being kind um now is is an important quality you can actually see it in our our universe of uh people talking about it more campaigns ad campaigns are using the word kindness and all of a sudden i feel like um i got kind of uh, shall we say uplifted into a position to lead part of a movement because there are many doing this part mm -hmm. of a movement on kindness and i have put together now kindness circles we mm -hmm. do we meet monthly i do a world kindness summit this is in addition to all my publicity work yeah that's amazing i love that you know i meet with a group of moms and we uh it's a rack group so it's a random act of kindness group and we Ooh. all donate money we we give like $20 a month and then we give um, money anonymously to someone, but Ooh. yeah, it's really, it's really warmed my heart. So I'm, I'm definitely in alignment with your book, your latest book and movement. So that's amazing. And, and do you feel that kindness is more important now than ever before? Oh, gosh. You know, um, let me just say, without it, we're we're just gonna we're gonna fall into <laughs> the abyss. <laughs> I mean, I you know we it's we all the know. rope to save us. <laughs> we have been through it. You know, we just have as a world, as a um, uh, with with all the COVID as in isolation, the stress levels are through the roof, and I think kindness is the one balm. <laughs> that's a salve that can be applied that's so simple as a smile as holding the door open as paying that's so beautiful you know giving someone money out of anonymously I mean how incredible is that you yeah. know that's what I'm talking about um and and I think as if each one of us I like to say practice a conscious act of kindness not even a random but the mm -hmm. truth is you're doing conscious acts of kindness mm. and imagine this if we all do at least one every single day, what a difference it will make in the world. 
Oh yeah, that's amazing. Have you read or um, heard of much research around kindness and simply the observation of someone being kind can elevate mood levels? Have you heard of uh, not only we heard of it in the profit of kindness, we actually talk about it. I, oh, I, great. A, res a researcher writer helped me with some of that research. Absolutely. This is a proven, we actually did a whole chapter on it. It is a proven tactic to lower blood pressure, increase happiness at companies. It has been seen that companies that focus on kindness have increased profits, happier people and, and culture, happier customers. And it's just all around makes for better uh, people who are happier just through kindness and simple, simple acts. Oh, that's wonderful. So you have the program that you have around kindness or circles. Can you explain more about that? How people can learn more about that and join your movement of kindness. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. I mentioned once a month, we do these wonderful kindness circles. And by the way, we featured the uh, head of the Random Acts of Kindness Foundation. Um, even though, again, I say conscious acts of kindness. Yeah, yeah you're talking about that. Yeah, yours is, I like that. I like how you shift it because being conscious about it is a whole nother level. Yeah, it is. It is. And, you know, listen, I don't care how people do kindness, just do it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. monthly, I created an opportunity for us to get together on Zoom, one hour, just real simple. Um, and we gather and we actually usually have one, uh, like a 10 minute speaker in uh, literally last month, we had the head of the Random Acts of Kindness Foundation. We have amazing people like John Asaroff or Marcy Shimoff, people who are known wow. in personal development areas. Yes. Been very, very famous blessed. people. That's incredible. Yes. Thank you. We've been very blessed to have wonderful people. And so I, I want to invite your listeners to come as my guest and participate. And then we have circles. We have at least two of them where you would get to break out, so to speak, and ask for acts of kindness and tell people what you need next. So it's been really super. And um, and in the show notes, I know you're inviting people, but certainly you go to jolublin.com slash kindness circles, and that'll get you right in. Yeah, that's amazing. So let's go back to maybe some success stories that you've had with clients. Would you like to share any that are really coming up for you or warming your heart? Well, one of, one of the things I love uh, is a, a gentleman named Ray. Uh, Ray had come to me. He heard me speak somewhere. He's like, Jill, I really want to work with you. I'm like, great. What do you do? And he told me he was an instructional designer. And to be honest, I had no idea what that was. <laughs> and then he told <laughs> me. It's a corporate said, job, right? It's corporate. It's, it's uh, yeah. instructional manuals, actually. Manuals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I said, no offense, Ray, but I have no idea what you just told me. And it's not going to translate for publicity. But tell me your story. And then he told me his story about being downsized from a corporate job, about having uh, a wife with two children already who was pregnant with their third kid. And, um, well, he just bought a big house with a big mortgage payment, and then he got fired. Can you imagine? Wow. Right. So here's a guy with, you know, no job, pregnant wife, two kids, and a big mortgage payment. I'm like, what did you do? He said, well, I started my own company and literally online, he had eight 
uh, eight employees doing instructional design. I thought, well, now that's interesting. I said, Ryan, you know what you are? And he, he looked at me maybe a little scared. He goes, what am I? <laughs> I said, you are a virtual office warrior. And if oh. you look the acronym for that, it's VOW, Virtual Office Warrior. Ryan made oh. a vow never to work in an office again. Well, let me tell you that story. Oh, that's amazing. Isn't that cool? <laughs> that story got him nine months of publicity, count him, nine months, including being featured in Entrepreneur Magazine, being that's featured cool. in Mac Home Journal, being featured in the San Francisco Business Times with the headline with the word vow in it, right? I mean, this went on and on and on. It got featured in the Chinese Times because he's Chinese and I'm big on using all aspects of who you are. That mm -hmm. one article in the Chinese Times got him a $7,000 client. Now, wow. you know, that more than paid for my fee, let me just tell you. But, you know, can you imagine what publicity did to build his business? And, and I'm going to tell you, he went on hope and faith as he just lost a job because I know publicity is going to drive my prospects and my clients. And that's what it did for him. And that was finding the right story, right? He never would have put himself, he wanted to talk about being an instructional designer. I'm like, no, let's do what works. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. So, so working with you, you can't be attached to your title or like what other people see you as, you know, be open to Jill's feedback. So when you work with your clients, what do you mean by your message matters? Yeah, I'm really big on message, okay? Because everything comes down to what are you saying, right? And you got to be aligned. You've got to be congruent. You've got to be resonant. So this isn't about just like, I mean, I do believe that you got to have a good script. Yes, script, don't be afraid. Um, and you got to know what to say, because frankly, media can be, you know, bright lights and all of a sudden the microphone's on and I want you to remember. So, you know, I tell people, write it down on a cute little post-it note or, you know, whatever you need. I don't care. Write in your notes in the meeting chat, whatever you need to cue you about what to say, which is focused on a message. And the message is the fact that, well, you as an expert, the one who's being interviewed solves problems in the marketplace and you wanna give people real solution and you wanna tell them things to do. You don't wanna just say, I'm a chiropractor as an example. Mm -hmm. You wanna say, you know, the problem today is with people on Zoom all day, they got neck and back problems they never had before. Here are three ways that you can sit at your computer, feel better and have less stress. And then you give them real things to do. Mm -hmm. Get a standing desk, whatever, right? You see where right. I'm going with that. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's so funny you say you're intuitive because when I, I took your workshop, I was doing ergonomics and I'm still doing it a little bit. So it's funny that you brought up that example. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm an occupational therapist. Um, so, so yeah. Well, so in that vein, can you share for our audience some tips and getting more publicity? Absolutely. Um, so a couple things. So on the message piece, I want you to actually, I'm big on systems and blueprints. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's also good to have structure, right? So this message piece, I, I think you should do it every 30 days. 
In other mm -hmm. words, look at your message and make sure your message matches, that mm -hmm. it, it's with regards to who you are and that you can say it naturally and, again, congruently, because that is key, right? People feel that. And mm -hmm. so if you're not convinced, I'm not going to be convinced, right? I want you to be convinced. And sometimes, honestly, Chris, it takes it takes some practice. Look in the mirror. Practice your message. Practice mm. your message. Smile occasionally, please. I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, John Astaroff. So many of you have. He's quite famous yes. in the personal development arena. Yes. Um, I went to one of his workshops live in San Diego. Oh, isn't he awesome? Yeah. Yes. And John actually hired me to talk about... Um, well, he was he was going to be featured on Larry King, and John knew that although he he's so brain he's such a brainiac, right? He's absolutely brilliant, but simple things like smile, right? Yeah. <laughs> smile. So one of the things you know, as you're saying your message, because sometimes we're so in our head that we forget to smile through our eyes, smile through your mouth, right? Uh, you know, simple things. Yeah, um, and bigger things like have your message um, solve problems with, I like three, three solutions, like tell people what to do, actually tell them what to do. And that means be commanding because you know what? You're the expert. Mm. Experts, well, <laughs> they're asked to speak because they know of which they speak. And so have good solutions for people, just like we're doing right here, right now, have easy, simple things that people can do and tell them right away. Don't say that you're going to tell them to tell them about it. You just tell them. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. That's a great, that's a great tip. I love that. So what's next for you? What do you have coming up? Oh, well, I'm super excited. We've got uh, a challenge, a publicity challenge coming okay. up, which is super fun. And uh, that's, that's coming up. I always love that. I, I love doing my kindness circles. You know, we got a new year full of it, so to speak. Um, and that's been really great. And we're going to, um, we're launching again, which I'm excited by. And, um, you know, I think, I think that is plenty to, uh, plenty to spin in the air. It feels like a really good balance for me. Um, and it's just been a lot of fun. I actually, what I'm creating though, just saying, putting it out there is a, sponsor for the kindness circle so that's what's next for me oh very cool that'll be great and so since this is about zen success what is zen success to you mm. well you know i think part of that is really the flow like the flow of the day mm. i i notice um there you know like there are some times where our energy is better than others at least for me so if my energy isn't in a great space what i've a Zen success for me would be um, honestly uh, telling, advising a client, for instance, that I'd like to reschedule. I don't have to say I don't feel great or my energy is in a great place, but I can say I think it would be best if we schedule for another time. Yeah. I think being, you know, honest with where you're at with your energy, you don't have to tell all the details, but certainly energy is, especially in media, matters a lot. And energy for my clients, for me, matters a lot, meaning I want to deliver the best of Jill to them, right? And give the best of who I am to them. So if I'm not my best, a Zen success uh, tip 
that I would give is, you know, bring your best self. And if you can't be, reschedule, <laughs> redo, recharge. And, you know, speaking of recharging, I think another really big Zen success tip is, is really um, address self-care for whatever that means for you. And I've noticed uh, for me, the pandemic forced me into a self-care regime regime and mm -hmm. uh you know long baths and naps occasionally in the afternoon and things that Good for you yeah that are helpful and you yes. know what I don't start my day till 9 30 it was 10 before but I moved it to 9 30 and you know guess what I'm up but I'm exercising and I'm meditating and I'm playing with my caps and I'm easing into my day and I think that makes a big difference Wow, that's amazing. I know I started doing more self-care right before the pandemic, actually, because of a medical diagnosis. And it's just interesting how sometimes it takes something like that to wake you up. Well, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you, hearing about your programs, reminding us to be more kind and how to get guerrilla publicity. So make sure you get Jill's free gift, Jill's publicity action guide in the show notes. So you can go to zensuccessshow.com. Thanks for being on my show today, Jill. Thank you so much, Carissa. That's it for today's episode of Zen Success. Head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to shows. Zen Success is also available on the radio in select markets through amfm247.com. Subscribe to the show and share with friends. Be sure to head on over to zensuccessshow.com to help you on your Zen Success journey. And join us on the next episode. May you find your own Zen Success in life.